Remember that time I put my head on that guitar made out of human flesh and Chris was playing it? That's, no. Yeah. That's hilarious. It was on one of those, like, behind-the-scenes We Kill Them videos. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, back when there was a... I mean, I guess there still is. I just don't have it. But Snapchat, I remember, like, you and Andrew were over and you were like... Because uh, you could draw things on it. Mm. And you were like, make it look like I'm playing electric guitar. And you go like this. <laughs> and Andrew's like... Like that? And I drew a giant dick. <laughs> and then you make it squirting cub into Andrew's open mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it really backfired. Yeah, you, were, you were like, yeah, the coolest thing is you can like draw things on the pictures and then send them to people. And I go, so if I do this, it'll look like I'm playing like a sick, like, like a sick flying V guitar. And you're like, yeah. yeah. And Andrew's like, and I'm going to be looking at it like, wow, look how good he can play. <laughs> it lined up like perfectly. <laughs> look how good he can play. <laughs> I wish I saved that. Well, remember when you had your 3DS and you were like, oh, it has that camera and it takes like 3D pictures. Yeah. And you took a picture of uh, Adam and... Teamich. It was Adam and Teamich or Adam and Nolan Fry. I think it was Adam and Teamich. It was Adam and Teamich and then he just wrote two cool guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the letters were like in rainbow color. In rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the rainbow brush. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? We're the history boys. Um, who do we got here? This the, the gang's all here. Uh, I'm Tyler. I'm Jerry. How's uh, Jerry? I'm Zach, and I'm a history boy. Ah. I'm Chris. I might be a history boy. Can you tell me? I'm. I try to be a history boy at least forty hours a week. It's a full time job being a history boy. It's a full time yeah. job. Most of that is getting blackout drunk, <laughs> ranting to strangers about history. Yeah, yeah. which and, we. Absolutely do. That's, and that's you can how do it at this home. really got started. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. They were like, why don't you just record this? Yeah. Mm. And, and here we are. Even a history boy could be a history girl if they're drunk and ranting about history in someone's oh. face in an alley oh. somewhere. Oh, we are all history boys. Yeah. yeah. In, all... the, in the eyes of history god. It's all inclusive. And, the, and you can use it also if you are done dealing with somebody and you're going to murder them, you say, you're history, boy, and then you, and then, and then you kick them off the ledge. <laughs> but I don't recommend, I'm not condoning murder, I'm just saying if you do, you that's push them off a not bridge? a bad way to get the job done. Is that what you said? Huh? Push them off a bridge? Kick them off a ledge. Oh. But that yeah. ledge could be a bridge. <laughs> yeah. All right, so <laughs> what, do we, what do we got going on today? Uh, are we... This is the... We're, we're, we're still talking about... Uh, Snow, the informer, right? Yeah. <laughs> we we are on to part three of Ernest Shackleton's harrowing voyage with his men into the Shackleton. Antarctic. Antarctic. The Shackman, as I like to call still? him. Ah, yeah, the Shackman. 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 Uh, do you think he was like, watch out for the Shack attack? And then he just <laughs> got people stuck in the Arctic for like a year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then he left them all... If I remember correctly, he left them all in Elephant Island and never came back. Yeah. <laughs> He's he, like, peace it, out, losers. Part three opens with him partying in the Bahamas. Yeah. And a helicopter comes down, and he's chopping wood in the Bahamas. Yeah. And they're like, you need to save those people in Elephant Island. He's like, nah. He's like, but I already opened my bar, the Stankum Wills. <laughs> Come on down to Stankum Wills, play some darts or something. I, if yeah. I, that will be the name of my bar, Stankum Wills. <laughs> But I'm gonna spell it with the S T A N K U M. Yeah, not the the not actual the correct way. spelling, which is dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> so last we left you, twenty two of the men were left on Elephant Island while Shackleton took a small team in the James Caird 
on the 800-mile-long shop mission to the whaling station at South Georgia. The castaways left on Elfin Island could do nothing else but wait for rescue. So first thing was first for the castaways. They needed shelter from the punishing winds. So they flipped over one of the boats and they made a hut out of it with rocks as sort of a foundation. And they kind of like stretched some tents over the top. At some point, you know, they were like, guys, I know that like we're all going to probably die, but this is pretty fun. Like (laughs) like, They're building a fort. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. So they had a lot of pillows. The wreckage of uh, Tent 5. Yeah. Right, yeah. And there was a sign on the front that said, no girls allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike the History Boys podcast where everybody's allowed. Everyone's allowed. Snow did, like, come through, like, every little tiny opening. So, like, day by day, they would make it more and more habitable. They're like, oh, it's coming in right here. Like, it's like let's jam a rock or something in there so it doesn't come through. <laughs> they did try to excavate a small alcove in the glacier behind them, but it was no use. Like, they worked really hard on it, and they noticed, like, as they were in there, it was, like, melting really bad. And... The thing was, is, like, the glaciers around them would break without any warning. Oh, no. And so, that was a big problem. The alcoves is where I'd hide. They abandoned that. They're like, let's just make the hut better. The thing was, because, like, they flipped up, like, the boat upside down, you could crawl up into the top where, like, the seats were on the boat, and you could kind of sleep up there, too. That's dope. Yeah, so... Oh, party uh, time. loft living. Yeah. Yeah. He's like uh, f- my- the Fonz. Yeah, look at my sick loft. Yeah. I'm the Fonz. <laughs> Living above the Cunningham's garage. Yeah. They're like, where's the rest of your biker gang, the Fonz? And he's like, they, hey. kick- they kicked me out. <laughs> they did try cooking inside, because it sucks outside, but like the smoke got everywhere and it made it impossible to breathe, because <laughs> so, they didn't have a chimney. So they made a chimney. But they quickly had to take that apart, too, because the wind would shoot down the chimney and, like, blow snow and, like, ash and everything everywhere. (laughs) They need a flue, don't they? Or flume? Well, yeah, you need, like, a blocker for it. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that didn't work. So they had to always cook outside or, like, keep everything open. It, yeah. It's a great way to lose a couple pounds when you have to go out into fucking sub-zero temperatures and gale force winds just to eat a snack. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna guess that none of these guys need to worry about losing weight right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, uh, I'm so fat. Yeah. I just love how every bright idea they have just immediately gets shot down. Yeah, by, by Mother Nature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by this inhospitable place that clearly doesn't want them there. Yeah, the sentient <laughs> ice. Yeah, the sentient... Everything. Antarctica. Yeah. It's like the Odyssey, you know? Yeah. It's uh, Poseidon's pissed yeah so after two weeks of just really terrible weather the sun came out for three days and like the guys like took their sleeping bags out into the sun to like try to dry them off and like they actually got them fairly dry and they were like wow that actually worked we never thought they would actually get this dry they weren't totally dry dry, but but it was better than what they had dry enough to party right (laughs) that's what she said (laughs) (laughs) jesus so anything could be like a point of debate or conversation because they were out of things to talk about really and it was mainly food and the rescue so they would like guess on when they would be rescued and like a couple of them were like i bet you it'd be the end of may because again they said like one month and some of them were like i bet you it's just gonna be june you know and they'd like go back and forth you know debating with each other how nice is the weather getting at this point? Is it getting any better? Uh, sort of. I mean, again, winter is setting in. Yeah. So it's it got a little better for just a couple of days, and every once in a while they'd see sun, but otherwise the winter's setting in. So it's pretty bad, and they could see, like, ice packs forming around the island. Oh, no. And they're like, 
this isn't good. They're ganging up on us again. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because the rescue ship can't come in. Yeah. If the ice pack is too bad. It's like the blue meanies coming in. Is that a Beatles reference? You know how I'm a fan, a huge fan of the Beatles. <laughs> Welcome to the Beatles podcast. Where we're going to talk about all their songs. Chris is going to talk about his opinions about the Beatles. Oh, I think they're great. <laughs> Uh, the Beatles don't listen to this podcast. You can be honest. Oh, I don't like them. <laughs> no. Remember, like they're sorry, almost Ringo. all dead. Yeah, Ringo. Isn't I heard that really... he got replaced by an animatronic Disney. Yeah, uh. Paul McCartney is a fake too, so they're all dead. Yeah. So they went about their tasks and chores. They were killing penguins and seals whenever they could. Food wasn't a huge issue. Like they weren't going to really starve, but they would work. Always like with one eye on the horizon. There was like a little hill that they could kind of walk on top of and they could kind of survey the horizon a little bit better. And up there they put an oar with a flag on it. Nice. And oddly enough, like the only flag they had was for the Royal Yacht Club. It was the Royal <laughs> Yacht Club's burgee that they put up there. So weird. Like in Belltown? <laughs> yeah, like all, those, <laughs> like all those yacht clubs. Yeah. I, I was hoping that the flag was just going to be like a crudely drawn picture of like... I was thinking dick butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a dick, dick butt sticker from that guy. At Con- yeah. You know, the actual dick butt guy. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember his name. John Dick Butt. John <laughs> Dick Butt uh, Charles. Xavier. <laughs> Michael Phone. <laughs> Michael Phone. <laughs> of course, their physical ailments had to be looked after. Alexander Kerr got a bad tooth, and it had to be removed by Macklin, who was not a dentist, and they didn't have any anything for it. And back in those days, they used cocaine for for, for dentistry. Luckily, Please there's tell plenty of snow. Fuck him. Yeah. Cool. Did they have cocaine? No. Okay, I was I was waiting for you to be like, and they had cocaine for medical emergencies. Like I would have been doing that cocaine day one. <laughs> be like, no, this trip didn't. sucks. I'm getting high. No, they didn't have any. Unfortunately, could you imagine going have the come down on cocaine oh, in these God. circumstances? Also, in those days, he wasn't a dentist, but like nobody really was a dentist yet, and also That's everybody also was a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> A so, barber was a dentist. Yeah, Macklin, Macklin just told him to go outside and open his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> who was the guy who Seriously. got his teeth knocked out by the, the rope? That was uh, Ernest Holness. Holness. Yeah. He has a holness head. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> holness face. Yeah. Why didn't we nail that last time? I don't know. We fucked that up. Yeah, we really fucking <laughs> dropped the ball. Yeah. yeah. Shut the whole podcast down. Yeah. Green Street uh, was confined to his sleeping bag because of his frostbite. It wasn't quite as bad as Black Burroughs, but we'll get to him. He's uh, in there recording his R&B album. Yeah. Bring that back. Actually, last time I made a bit of a mistake. I said that Worsley had the uh, pain in his ass. Right. They gave him the limp. No, that was actually Hudson, who was on the tiller for a long time on the wills. He got the pain in his ass. And it turns out that that was... Uh, it was like an abscess. It like oh, grew into like oh. an abscess on his ass. Oh. And he was in constant an pain. Ass abscess. Yeah. I was gonna go yeah. that way too, but I couldn't. Yeah, it's kinda it's kinda hard to abscess. Abscess. It doesn't really you know, roll off the tongue. Uh, his hands were also really frostbitten. Rickinson, who who had the heart attack, he was still incredibly weak from that, like re- recovering from that. But yeah, Black Burl was absolutely in the worst shape of all. Like, th- he couldn't walk. Is there anyone anything. who's like, I'm fine. I don't know about you guys. I feel great. Probably Orlees. Yeah. Like, <laughs> honestly. It's like, I run hot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of Black Burl's feet was infected. 
and it wasn't healing or anything. Oh, they're going to chop it. Yeah, so McElroy was attending uh, to him. Like, McElroy and, and Macklin were the two surgeons, the two doctors that McElroy, they had. McElroy, more like Hackleroy, the way he does his job. <laughs> <laughs> also is type 5. McElroy was trying to keep his foot dry because he was afraid that it might turn into wet gangrene, Oof. which is where the dead flesh is wet and it, like, spreads to the rest. Ooh. See, that's why I like Arizona. It's a gangrene, but it's like a dry gangrene. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas dry gangrene is uh, where the dead flesh is really brittle. And sometimes your body, if you keep it dry enough, can build up like a natural wall against it. Oh. I hope everyone's hungry now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, uh, again, they would talk about their favorite foods. And they took a poll out of all the men of, if you could eat anything, what would you oh, eat pizza right pie. now? <laughs> I, I'm thinking Arby's. Oh, oh. Arby's. You're into Arby's. Porsche sauce and curly fries, man. It's not a bad. Dude. It's not a bad. Uh, bad way of doing things. Welcome to the Arby's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about beef and cheddars twenty four seven. No one picked meat. Like they had all had seal and penguin. You know what no I go for? Some, it's a pemmican. Yeah, right. Yeah. I go for oh. some cold pemmican. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, if you guys were stuck on Elephant Island, what would be your one food? Oh man, probably. I mean, pizzas is not bad. A nice hot pizza pie? Yeah. Pizza Ooh. pie? With a pepperoni. Uh, some sp- good spaghetti? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Like, I've never been stuck out in the cold for meatloaf. a year and a half. Oh, meatloaf and mashed potatoes yeah. would be good. Ooh, mashed potatoes? Meatloaf, oh, yeah. mashed That's potatoes covered in a thick gravy. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe some... Roasted vegetables. Yeah. Also covered in a thick gravy. Yeah. Everything covered just in gravy. Just gravy. And then maybe just like a stiff cocktail Ooh, covered so in a poutine. thick gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, are missing like Texas barbecue. Okay. Oh. I mean Texas barbecue. Again, you've been eating you've been eating meat all the time. So now. fucking what? Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> you got, yeah. you got you're your right, brisket, you're right, you're you got right. you got your fucking Velveeta mac and cheese to go with oh, yeah. jalapeno mac and cheese. And, and, yeah, and yeah. then and then you got your collard greens with it. Like oh, fuck off. That sounds That's, great. I do a Euro and Greek fries. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I play Euro. Euro Greek fries. I'd probably do like bar right. food like Olive Garden or something like that. Like fries. Olive yeah. Garden's breadsticks. Ooh, only good Ooh. hot and fresh. Exactly. Yeah. Don't Mozzarella try to eat them the next day. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Some, pal- some so, jalapeno poppers. So here's what their picks, a few of their picks. Uh, most of them went for sweets. And like the sweeter the better. Or go to sweet tooth. Yeah. That's why None of us mentioned sweets. <laughs> a lot of them picked pudding and cream. <laughs> yeah. I got some pudding and cream. Like, like, <laughs> Ma- <laughs> like Macklin picked marmalade pudding, which is kind of a strange okay. choice. Fuck? Dude, this is old timey food and it's English food. Yeah, right. So they're all yeah. about the bland shit. Well, how much and molasses? pudding is different. Pudding is different. This right. isn't far off from the molasses flood. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no molasses actually. Black strap molasses. Yeah. Just drink that down. <laughs> A lot of them pick dumplings and cream as well. Mm. Uh, I can get behind some dumplings. They'd pick you know eggs and toast, omelets. One guy said pork and beans. Okay. And the weirdest one was probably it was applesauce, potatoes, and turnips. Is what the guy wanted. Okay. Which I think is so strange. I think if it was well, there was a pork chop in there, I think we'd be in business. I, right? Yeah. The pork uh, chop with the applesauce. That's the way so to go. So good. Right. Or like any kind of like like a, like reduced apple kind of like savory apple pie filling. Yeah. Oh, with, yeah. with uh with with the pork chop is oh, so, so good. good. Some baby reds. Yeah, man. Covered in a thick gravy. <laughs> <laughs> 
All Blackboro wanted was a piece of bread with some butter. I just want my legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'd like to eat is a fucking bullet because I lost both <laughs> Then they found out that Green, their cook, had been a pastry chef. And they were like asking him about all the sweets he had made. Like, Describe your sweets yeah. to me. Yeah, and they're like, were you allowed to eat anything you wanted? And he's like, well, it was kind of my job, so not, not really. And like, oh. <laughs> can we pretend? He's like, can you just yeah. say yes so we can fantasize about how? Can we all yeah. close our eyes and imagine that we're in your pastry shop, yeah. just eating everything? Yeah, and you're kicked like, out for not paying. <laughs> do as you like, boys, and then they, and then yeah, and it's kind of like the candy shop scene from Willy Wonka, but it's all pastries. The I was thinking of the uh, the German chocolate scene with Homer Simpson. Yeah, when he eats that like, dog made out of chocolate. Yes, <laughs> they had a. A penny cookbook, like a little little tiny cookbook, that they all like reread over and over again. Oh, they just they'd, they'd read through the cookbook and just fucking jack it. <laughs> yeah, they got mean, sticky. They're all stuck together now and frozen, frozen. So luckily, though, as winter was setting in, they were outside of the Arctic Circle, meaning that the sun didn't go away completely. The days were getting a lot shorter. Would it be Antarctic Circle? Antarctic Circle. I'm sorry. I'm, You're bringing I'm, Tyler Armantrout. I'm bringing that Armantrout. I don't know the difference between north and south. <laughs> they dial their phones differently. Yeah. You know, people from the North Pole, they dial their phones like this. People from the South Pole, they, dial, <laughs> they download their phones. They dial they their down. phones like that. You, would, you wouldn't download a yeah. phone. So rescue before spending another winter on the ice, like the entire winter on the ice, was looking more and more impossible. They're like, ah, I just, I don't think it's going to come. This ice pack is getting too, too rough out there. They would, they would scan again, like every day they would scan the horizon for seeing a ship. And no one dared to voice this unsaid mutual worry that they had, that the carrot was lost. And that it was a strong possibility that Shackleton had failed. And they're all going to die. No, he, op yeah. he opened his bed and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank Wilde kind of gave them autonomy to diffuse any sort of friction between them. And after some time, it kind of became like a classless society. Like, no matter what your title had been on the endurance, every man was treated equally. It's like lost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but with no, like, babes. <laughs> <laughs> Evangeline, what's her name? Lily. Yeah, yeah. the Wasp. Yeah, she's in it. So here's, here's the entire cast of Lost. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Lost cast. <laughs> I'm curious. Be... Uh, they had all the guns and everything, right? They, yeah, they did. So they yep. they they kept their suicide bullets and the suicide gun. Well, they still had to shoot the seals and the penguins, or club the penguins when they could. But yeah, they still had guns for the seals and whatnot. Right. I I don't know if they kept suicide. Were they bullets. clubbing seals? I'm, it was I'm sure okay that back then. They, they weren't using... They were using the bullets sparingly. Right. If you could club a seal, it'd probably be the way to go. To survive. Would you club yeah. a seal to survive? Absolutely. A baby seal? Yeah. To survive? If I, was, if I was on Elephant Island with these guys, I'd have no problem doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was looking at pictures of Elephant Island, and it looks like it's some jaggy bullshit. It's nasty. Yeah. And it's shaped like an elephant, it isn't 100% it? It 100% is. It's yeah. like an elephant. No, head. when you were, you were yeah. giving the intro, Chris... Chris holds out his phone and I look over and it's just a picture of Elephant Island and we both look at each other and nod. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks, looks like, like an elephant, elephant going toot. Yeah. yeah. It just right. his head. But well, it totally does. You're going to die? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone stepped on each other as they were, you know, coming into the tent, leaving the tent. In the middle of the night, you had to, like, take a piss. You got stepped on. And so, to alleviate this, 
What? You guys are showing. You guys are One showing. One of the reviews for Elephant Island on Google is. Oh, There's a review. <laughs> One star review. No elephants. <laughs> <laughs> and the person's name is Rejected Fraggle. <laughs> 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 I think it wants to review no elephants. No elephants. <laughs> <laughs> One star. Uh. <laughs> uh, you can also great. plan a trip there for over $2,000. That's actually not bad considering I mean, it's a days, desolate It's place. gonna suck when you get there. It's, gonna, there, it's gonna suck going there. Is there like an there? Olive Garden there now? Uh, if there's an Olive there's Garden. There's Starbucks for sure. Oh. It's yeah. across from the other Starbucks. Ah, <laughs> Shrek reference. Was that? It's a Shrek. Is it's it? just a Starbucks. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe they do it. In... They do that in Shrek too. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, okay. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe Shrek is referencing another thing. Yeah. But if if anybody out there lives on Elephant Island and they work at the Starbucks <laughs> or the Olive Garden on Elephant Island, reach out to us. Let us yeah. know. I like to picture there's a Starbucks with a little road, and on the other side is another Starbucks next to an Olive Garden, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else there. Yeah. yeah. But there's like a minimum wage employee that has to work there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the guy who did something wrong. Like, it's like in those movies where there's like a CIA agent and they're like, we're going to have you on like a satellite station in Siberia if you keep this up. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You, you made that fucking triple latte wrong. You're going to Elephant Island. <laughs> and that person's like, Elephant Island, I can't wait. And then they get there and they're like, fuck, there's only Olive Garden here. <laughs> he left that review. So... To combat this problem of going out in the middle of the night and stepping on everyone and like freezing everyone by leaving, they took a empty gas can and repurposed it as a piss bucket. Nice. nice. So <laughs> the rules, the rules of the piss bucket are that if it's full after you're done, you need to take it out and That's dump the, it. Yeah, makes sense. Why do they need a it's piss like bucket? It's well, like well, so you don't have to go outside. Stage. You don't oh, have to go outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the clubhouse. Yeah. If you had to piss, you'd kind of, like, listen for the guy before you to kind of gauge how full the piss bucket was. And if it was, if it sounded too full, like, maybe you could wait it out till morning so you didn't have to take the piss bucket out. At night, especially. Yeah, at right. night. Or what, what they would do is they would piss really stealthily and, yeah. like... Fill it all the way up and not take it out, uh, like sneak back. Or Lee's for sure. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the next guy would like go over and be like, God damn it, and take it out. It was kind of a practical joke, and it happened to everyone. <laughs> so if you freaked out too much about it, there was no sympathy. It's like, no, dude, it happens to all of us. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where you get there and it's full and you have to take it out. The piss bucket is the only thing they got for yeah. entertainment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking with you. Yeah. They got the recipe book and they got the piss bucket. Yeah, the, the the sneaky pee where like whenever you're on, at the shitter and you just kind of like pee off on the on side. side. Yeah, yep. Yep. yeah, night pee. Yeah. No, the night pee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like when your parents are sleeping and uh, you don't want to just roar in there. Yeah, <laughs> you're uh, blackout drunk and you're twelve. <laughs> so as May drew to a close, Ord Lee's made bets that all the penguins would migrate away. And that by June 1st, there wouldn't be any more penguins. Because, like, they tried to remain stoic about all this. They didn't want to have too much hope, and they didn't want to have too much hope taken away from them. So they Hope would is the worst when you're hopeless. Yeah. yeah. Right. But he did lose that bet, because on, January, or on June 1st, uh, they did shoot, like, or they did get, like, 100 penguins that day. So yum, yum, he yum. lost that bet. 
Did Wangs. they shoot all of those? They probably clubbed them. They couldn't have had that many bullets, right? At this they point. didn't have that many bullets. I, I misspoke. But yeah, uh, yeah, they got like 100 people. I just imagine them with a machine gun into a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what you call a group of penguins. Uh, a murder. <laughs> I do know that like a place where they all come and hang out is called a rookery. Okay. Uh, I think I mentioned that in the last episode. Yeah, they just did. unleash into the rookery. Yeah. Hot lead into the rookery. <laughs> <laughs> it was now apparent that they could postpone Blackborough's operation no longer. Like, they had to operate now. They waited long enough. So Macklin and McElroy, they stripped down because, you know, they wanted to be clean about it, as clean as they could be. They had their few medical tools boiled, sterilized them, and they had to warm up the hut to do this. And so they brought it up to, like, an 80-degree temperature. Ooh, that must have been nice. Yeah. Ooh, sauna time. Yeah, and most of the men had to leave the hut for this, but Green Street and Hudson, who were, you know, confined to their sleeping bags, they stayed. Green Street likes it hot. Oh, Green Street watched the whole thing with fascination. Hudson turned away. He was like, I don't want to watch this shit. Yeah. He, yeah, he like he likes it like he likes a hot yeah. sex solo. Yeah. On his R&B album. <laughs> What's his first name? Uh, Who's? Green Streets. Lionel. Lionel Green yeah. Street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely an R&B artist. Fuck songs by Lionel Green Street. Uh, Frank Wilds and Walter Howe stayed in to assist. The room needed to be warm enough, so Hurley stayed in to, like, stoke the fire. So those are the guys that are inside the hut. And uh, once it was warm enough, they were ready to begin. McElroy administered what little chloroform they had. It was only six ounces. You know, he breathed in and, like, yeah. you know was unconscious, which was totally dangerous to be around, like, a fire. Yeah. It's not a great anesthesia, either. Right. This whole thing sounds like some sort of, like, satanic ritual. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, not good for, for the fire, and not a great anesthesia. As they unwrapped his foot, like, his foot looked mummified. It was all oh, black geez. and nasty. And so, like, they made an incision on the end of his foot, Peeled back the skin. Wow. It's hurting to dear. hear. It, it's it's going to get worse. I keep going. They took the forceps underneath the skin. Yeah. And uh, he had to clip the toes off one oh. by one. And there was a metal dish below to like catch it. Oh, so you And know. every toe like that fell off went like, bing. bing. <laughs> 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 the metal dish. So you could pop those in your mouth. You yeah. Know, have something to chew on. And uh, then oh, he... I cringed after saying that. I literally was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's Ugh. disgusting. And then he methodically scraped away all of the dead skin and dead flesh yeah. that was there. It took about 55 minutes. And after that, they like they that... stitched it up. They dressed it. They had neatly, basically trimmed his foot away. It was all clean. After that, that flesh is uh, what necrotic yeah. flesh. Yeah, yeah. it's Jerry, nasty. I wanna, fuck. I want to thank you for going into great detail about all that. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, no, no. I, no, I, no. I, I usually pass it's out important. this kind of thing. At this kind of a thing too. It's important uh, to know what they're going through. That's yeah, the point. it is. Yeah, I, it, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is really nasty. Oh, that stuff. was brutal. It's really brutal. When Blackborough like awoke, like he was like moaning and like, but when he like came to. He, like, looked up at McElroy, and he goes, I need a cigarette. (laughs) And uh, McElroy ripped out a page from the encyclopedia that they had and rolled a cigarette for him. (laughs) Good enough. Nice. What page was it? I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to think it was... uh, It was a page on Antarctica. (laughs) (laughs) Page on penguins. Yeah. (laughs) Which, by the way, I looked it up while you were talking. A group of penguins... Well, 
the colony can be called a rookery. Yeah. But a group of penguins on land is called a raft, or sorry, on water is called a raft of oh. penguins. Oh. On land, and this is very adorable, I thought, is a waddle of penguins. Oh, Aww. that is adorable. So when, been... I, when I said they were, you know, firing a machine gun, they were unleashing hot lead into the waddle of penguins. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. That's an adorably brand new sentence. Yeah. <laughs> so by June 22nd, it was the middle of winter, and it was the midwinter mark. So they decided that they were going to celebrate. And they had uh, they had a good breakfast, and they were going to have a little party. So if they still had the banjo. So they played the banjo, they sang songs. And leading up to the event, the men worked for weeks on their topical verses. Mm. <laughs> elephant Island, it's a hell of an island. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Most of the jabs in these two were aimed at Green and Ord Lee's, too. <laughs> you know, like, made fun of them. But, but Reginald James, he brought the house down with this. Here's what he wrote. My name is Frankie Wildo with huts on Elephant Isle. Walls without a single brick, roofs without a tile. But nevertheless, you must confess, for many a many a mile... It's the most palatial dwelling place you'll find on Elephant Isle. Aww. And they loved it. They ate that up. I love it. Cute. Yeah. It probably, uh, relatively speaking, it is. Yeah. Most yeah. palatial. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> Plus, not thinking about the idea that there would be a settlement nearby that like had like you know heat and you know yeah. actual walls. Probably oh, felt good just being like, this is the best. This is the best it's around. The best we got. Yeah. yeah. yeah if they the only island one island, island down, it. Uh, there was a literal palace. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> so they toasted to the return of the sun and to Shackleton and the crews of the Caird. Uh, and they got real drunk on 1916 gut rot. Yeah. And it was a mixture of water, ginger, sugar, and methylated alcohol. <sighs> Oof. Some of the men pretended to like it. Which, there's no way that could have been good, but most of them got sick from <laughs> drinking it. Hey, I'd give it a shot, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, at that point. At that point, 100%. Yeah, I'd it. Yeah. give it a shot. I mean, the good news is it gets you drunk, and the good news is it might kill you. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're free. Remember that scotch, that big fucking jug of scotch I had at oh, oh, it was, Label 7 or something? It was bad. The worst Fucking alcoholic beverage. It was like a I've... full handle of scotch for like seven ninety nine. Oh. The tax cost more than the actual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It tasted like shoe leather. It was, it was, it was rough. So they started to run out of a lot of things. Uh, milk and nuts they ran out of, and that was missed. But nothing was compared to when they ran out of their tobacco. Oh, I know how that feels. Especially <laughs> when you got a solid hangover going on and you just need a fucking cigarette. <laughs> and your wife smoked the last one the night before and didn't tell uh. you, so you're all out. And... <laughs> so a couple of the guys had saved theirs and were constant targets for bartering. They're like, hey, bum one, man. Yeah. So, Can you bum a cigarette? Let so, me get a cigarette. Yeah. James. Give me a cigarette. <laughs> James Wordy. He was a geologist on the uh, trip. Who loved to talk. <laughs> yeah, nice. The guys would, like, look around the beach of Elephant Island and try to find a rock that would, like, pique his interest. They're like, and be check like, out this dope I'll rock. Give, I'll give this to you for, for a pipeful, a half pipeful, a quarter pipeful, just a puff, you know, until like, he was out. Do you want this dope-ass rock? And he's like, yes. Oh, yeah, he would. I like how you're like, like, until he was out, so he must have been like, 
He kept that saying that rock yes. is pretty dope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did. I mean, I don't want to give you my tobacco, but yeah. that rock looks like a tit. Yeah, <laughs> and they kind of went into like a period of mourning. They were like. God damn it. Uh, but, uh, they, they had a vigil for yeah, the tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> so they started, they started experimenting with things. They found out like the inside of their boots was like a certain type of grass. Oh, you can smoke For that. like insulation. So they cut open their boots and pulled out this, this foul grass and started smoking that. Oh, what no. the fuck? And I guess it like smelled like a prairie fire. And so, like, to get, like, the taste back, I guess, they took all the pipes and boiled them in the water with the grass to try to give it a tobacco taste. Oh, God. Didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work at all. That uh, is desperation. Yeah. 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 Let's smoke our shoes, gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they also, the snoring was kind of a problem. And so they figured out a way, like, they're, like, tie a guy's arm with, like, a little rope, and when he started snoring, they just like tug on it and yeah. wake him up. The world's first sleep apnea machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the glaciers would like fall without any warning, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, I hope one of these doesn't just fall down and crush us." Jeez, oh, yeah. it's just like looming up there, yeah, like a bird of doom. Nice. That was it, a uh, Nick Cave riff. Twists and cracks. Is it twists? As it twists and cracks. Yeah, yeah. It sounds pretty appropriate. Yeah. yeah. And then the hut began to flood. No. So the water was, like, coming up through the floor, basically, cool. like, through the ground. And, like, they kept, like, trying to put, like, rocks back in to, like, try to cover it. But it was, like, no use. And, like, the worst part was is it was also kind of a drainage from, like, the penguin rookery. So, like, there was... Ugh. It was mixed with, like, penguin, penguin guano. And so, like, it was this thick, soupy stuff that they're getting out of there. They would bail sometimes, like, 50 to 70 gallons Ugh. Of this nasty shit out of just there. Well, the it, shit. It didn't yeah. help that Orlees was just pissing at that one time. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Just pissing right into the stream. Exactly. But everybody liked him anyway. <laughs> he was he was a cool guy. <laughs> Hudson's abscess became as big as a football. And American or European? Uh, does I mean, it matter? <laughs> that's more about the like. Was it, was it elongated or spherical? <laughs> I, I, big as a football. It was big. Yeah. It, it was, I don't know. It's a big boy. Big. Take a bite out of that pigskin ass. <laughs> <laughs> so McElroy was unsure about opening it because he didn't want to make it worse. But soon he had to. And, oh, this is so fucking gross. He removed two pints of this foul-smelling pus out of his ass. Oh, jeez. And he did it all without any sort of anesthesia or anything like did that. Did they not have the, uh, did they use felt, all of the, They uh, had to use, yeah, there was only six ounces of chloroform. They had to it use must all have felt it so it. good. Make a YouTube uh, video about that, that Dr. No, Pimple that's Popper. Yeah, that's what oh, I was about to say. Uh, ASMR. You don't want to hear that. Whatever. I think that's a different thing that's also weird. Uh, but yeah, those pimple popping videos. Oh, my, my wife no. loves them. I can't no. stand them. Oh, yeah. God. I can't. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think ASMR videos are gross. Yeah. Not as bad as those things. Yeah, Jesus. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. down, I'm down that low. Yeah. It's it's so fascinating to me, too, when it comes to that shit that like people get some sort of satisfaction. Yeah. Like, I can't do it. I think it's just vile. Yeah. Same. It's so... Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's just move. <laughs> no, move, move let's ahead. Let's I gotta move. dwell on it. I gotta move through this. <laughs> so July came to an end. 
Shackleton had been gone for 99 days. It was to the point that discussing the possibility of Shackleton's failure wasn't taboo anymore. They started openly discussing it now. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure they just thought that he died trying. Yeah, because Mm. again, it was a long shot. You're going into Drake's Passage. It's 800 miles away in this little boat. On this tiny little boat. I mean, come on. Like, what are the the boats from uh, Witcher 3? Yeah, it's like a little kind robot. of. They're a little bit bigger than that, but kind of. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's they're a little bit bigger. It's a lifeboat. It's not a, you know. Well, it's like it's like a small cutter. Okay. Yeah, so it's a little bit bigger than a lifeboat, but it's a smaller than a schooner. Yes, I think it was like 20, 22 feet. I think. All right. Well, that's, that's a good size yacht. Yeah. You, you, know, you could listen to Hall & Oates on that. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. it's you always hear it's a good-sized boat until after you break up, and then you find out it wasn't, like, a big enough boat, and it's like, <laughs> all right, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, we could have used a bigger boat. Is that what you're going for? Oh, yes. I, was making, I was making reference to, like, you know, like your, you know, your, your ex-girlfriend telling you that your dick was, like, really big, oh. and then when you break up, she's like, never mind, it was small. I thought you were talking about that, <laughs> that movie. I, I understood. I thought you were know. talking about that movie Jaws. And then yeah. you're measuring from the balls, you're measuring from the base, you're just, you're, you know, you're trying to get a solid metric, and you're like, no, I'm pretty sure it's average, okay? <laughs> I like to measure from my belly button. <laughs> and that's why I got it's a, like a foot. Yeah, <laughs> got a five dollar foot long for you. <laughs> anyway, so the boat. Oh, so they had to start thinking about their plan B. Like, what are they gonna do if he doesn't come? So their deadline that they set for themselves was the middle of August, and if Shackleton hadn't returned by then, they would take the Stankham Wills. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And they would do what they can to kind of fix it up and, like, make it seaworthy and try to make a break for it to Deception Island. It was even more of a long shot because they had less to go on. They had all the navigational equipment on the Caird. It's another long shot, but we'll try for it. Did you say that the place that they were thinking about going is called Deception yeah. Island? <laughs> it is. Oh. <laughs> yes, it That's is. The, the Isle of Despair. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you go there? <laughs> yeah. It's it was the closest, closest thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or Elephant Island it? sounds or, exactly. yeah. <laughs> or Welcome, is it just the island deceiving us? Welcome to the paradise of Elephant Island. <laughs> yeah. You can ride an elephant. Yeah. But you shouldn't. <laughs> Unless it's two elephants high. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Nice callback. So the tig- tiger. Yeah. Tigris. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they had one pitiful sail, and they would have to, like, stitch together, like, the remains and scraps of, like, their tents and stuff. Oh, 10 5? Yeah, well, the rest of the tents. There's probably nothing left at 10.5 at this point. <laughs> well, the point. rest of the tents, yeah. you know, that they had. You know, Anything. Every they had piece to they had together. to use for their, of tent 5, they either used on their uh, little domicile there or, you know, as a, you know, a rag for jerking it. <laughs> Wiping their asses. <laughs> they probably just didn't wipe. Like No, they used ice. They, we talked snow. about this. Yeah, we did talk about yeah, it. Yeah, they meant, used ice to oof, wipe. Oh, yeah. Still don't like it. <laughs> no. Right on your, It'll make your brown eye blue. Yeah. <laughs> I said that last time. You did say that last oh, time. Man. It's still funny. If, if only the Nazi scientists knew. Oh, Yikes. What? They're trying to make brown eyes blue. <laughs> I think that's pretty Jesus. clever. Christ. I'm going to give you that one. Thank you. So by August 18th, Ordley has wrote in his journal, there's no use in deceiving ourselves any longer. There's no way. They're, they're, they're like, Shackleton's gone. At that point. So let's go back in time a little bit. Back oh, we're to telling April his 24th. side of the story. Here's what happened to Shackleton. It's like, it's like Lord of the Rings where they're like, here's what happened to Frodo. Yeah. 
The book, not the movie. So the crew of the kid, after they after they left Elephant Island, they rowed all day until they could get to open ocean where they could drop sail. After they rowed, like, Shackleton told everyone that they could go below deck because they built, like, that decking. Right. So it wouldn't be as bad to sleep on the boat. Yeah. Water would still get in. Totally. But it can't get out. <laughs> it can't get out. A, they wait, did I'm, have thinking a, of, I'm thinking of Roche Motels. <laughs> they, they did have a, a the pump with them, too, yeah. so they could, like, bail water out, out of the cockpit easier. Uh, but the thing was, is, like, the ballasting that they made for the bottom of the boat is in the cockpit, so that's all those sharp rocks I was talking about to kind of, like, yeah. weight the boat right. evenly. So, like, you'd have to... There's no room to, like, sit up. You had to crawl on your hands and knees through it. Yeah. And, like, these are sharp-ass rocks that would totally cut you every time. <laughs> and, like, then Get trying you to... Get money. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, trying to get into your sleeping bag was tough because there's barely any room. And then, like, water's still coming down. Uh, it had to have been awful. But he told everyone that they could go sleep, except for him, him and Worsley, that would uh, they'd keep the boat going through the night. He's like, Worsley, you can't sleep? Yeah. So him and Shackleton were talking, and Shackleton is like, hey man, um, is there any way, do you think, that we could just pop over to Cape Horn? It's just so much, it's so much closer. Wait, gay porn? Cape Horn. Oh. Which is a gay porn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it would be going... Cape, Cape, Cape Porn, the gay porn. <laughs> it would be going directly across Drake's Passage. And so, like, Worsley just looked at him like, no, man, absolutely not. There's no way we would make death that. Death sentence. Yeah, it's a death sentence. So they had a four-on, four-off watch. So four hours on, four hours off. In that time of your four hours, you had to do some of the time on the tiller, Again, worst place to be on the boat. You just get hosed the whole time down <laughs> with water. Mm-hmm. Then you had to go below and pump water out of the cockpit, which is terrible because again, like sharp rocks, sharp rocks, and you, it's cold. Like you have to hold like this brass tube into the water, and the other guy has to pump it out. Your hand holding it into this ice cold water. You could only stand it for like five or ten minutes. Then you had to switch, and then oh. they also had to go and knock ice off of everything. Because what was happening is ice was forming around the boat and on the sails and down below as well, which if they got too much ice on them, they would sink. So they had to keep knocking the ice out or keep it warm enough in the cockpit to where it wouldn't freeze. And just be really cold water. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was a constant thing. Every day they had to do this. Every four hours, every time you were on watch, you had to do it. So you you would say that everything was pretty brisk. It was awful, (laughs) is what I would say. Uh, You couldn't stand on the decking of the boat either. It was too violent, the waves were too violent, that you would instantly be chucked overboard. And there's no way they could go back and get you. So you had to crawl out with a, like, a, like, it was the end of an axe. And you had to gently knock the ice off, because you didn't want to bust through the, the decking. Yeah. And it was really slow going. They went about one mile every 30 minutes. Super slow going. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That's like walking speed. That's not yeah. even walking yeah, speed. Yeah, that's slower yeah. than walking yeah, speed. Yeah, no, because... Uh, I mean, maybe three, American three walking mile, speed. But three, three miles an hour like, is about average walking speed for an adult. And the reindeer skin boots and the reindeer skin sleeping bags that they were in, there was the fur, the reindeer fur that 
got like rubbed off, you know, all the water, it made all the fur come off. And the thing was, is there was so much of it, it got everywhere. Like it got on their hands, their face and their <sighs> food. It plugged up the uh, pump. It was everywhere. And it was ugh, so gross. Like little teeny tiny hairs all over everything. Ugh. Ugh. Nasty, it's nasty like how my stuff. wife's always clogging the shower with her blue ass hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how I clog the shower with my pubes. <laughs> pubes and jizz. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Making shower paste. <laughs> shower paste. Oh my god! If, if, if you've ever if you've ever lived in an apartment with like four dudes when you're in your early twenties, like you're like, why? What are you doing in there? Making shower paste. Yeah. Just pull out a hair clog. Just it's like a rat king of fucking. You don't male powder baldness it. and semen. <laughs> That's beautiful. Rat King. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. So constantly being soaked uh, soaked by the inescapable water spray, the logbook for determining their position was also wet, and every time they had to, like, carefully peel the, the pages back. Worsley, every time he was able to take, like, a sight or something, he had to stand on the tiller seat, like the helmsman seat. He had to stand up there, and two other guys had to hold him up there as he took his reading. And even then, he had to peel away the logbook and, like, try to find where they were. Oh, terrible. No GPS back then. No, God, no. Should have downloaded the Waze app. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have... He, I mean, he clearly had one of those, like, roundy compassy things. They had a and, compass. like, the weird globe thing with the thing, you know. That is that is sextant, the chronometer that he wore that around his neck. sextant. Yeah, for burning. and... <sighs> You guys Come are in on, fourth that's grade. <laughs> Did he have an astrolabe? No. No. It's they also had, a sex thing. They, they had a, they had one and they had one compass. And they would have to light a match and look at the compass because they kinda had to steer by the wind. And so they they lit matches so they could look at the compass to make sure the wind had probably hadn't really changed. hard to light matches. Yeah. 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 And like they'd split the matches in two to make them like go farther. You know when yeah, you're like smart. When, yeah. You know when you're out smoking, it's kind of windy, and you're trying to light your cigarillo. Yeah. <laughs> you you clearly have never smoked a cigarette. <laughs> a cigarillo. <laughs> On April twenty sixth, they passed into Drake's Passage. Again, let me reiterate: the winds were often reaching hundred and fifty to two hundred. Miles. Oh, that's too fast. Yeah, that's hurricane winds. Oh yeah. Yeah, this creates this creates waves that are a hundred or one one mile across from crest to crest and eighty to ninety feet high, and these are called the graybeards. So cool. Yeah. Graybeards. Yeah. Cowabunga, dude! If one of these broad, yeah. If one of these uh, broadsided them, bush. When I'm older. If one of these broadsided them, like, hit them on the side, they would be crushed by a hundred million tons of water. See, I thought getting broadsided is when, when a broad decks you in the face when you're in the middle of talking to somebody. I'm sure that's Or, or bites you on too. the leg. Or when you're in a nautical <laughs> adventure and you get into uh, a cannon fight uh, side by side with another ship. I believe that's broadside. I thought it was well, going to be... the side of a ship. Yeah. It's I thought it was broad. like... When you're hanging out, somebody's like, I want you to watch this really show. It's really funny. It turns out it's just Broad City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got Hot em. take. 
on the fifth day, they had made it 230 miles. They were a third of the way to South Georgia. They, pretty good. Well, five days, though, and they're a third of the way. I mean, boat life, as we, as we remember, is miserable. Sleeping is almost impossible. So you got to multiply that situation by two, three. Yeah, yeah. It sounds to me like they're on a carnival cruise. It's fine. <laughs> the food is just the same. It's fine. Oh, the best thing yeah. about being on a cruise ship is you can go up and get a slice of pizza pie and then use two slices of pizza and then put sandwich fixings in between and then make the pizza the bread. And no one's <laughs> going to tell you you're doing anything wrong. You? <laughs> you can literally do that anytime. I know, but... Eh. The only thing that they could really do in this area was to drop the... F- drop the frozen sails and just hold on because they had to go over the top of these things and then down if they were going to survive, which means that they would go up 80 to 90 feet in the air and then be dropped and tossed and shot and whirled around mm. constantly. Do they, so they, do they also use that pump to pump all the shit and piss out of the boat? Because I would just be like, You have to do it over the side, but... Like, it seems like it's moving so much. Could you imagine yeah. going up and down these things while yeah. taking oh a God. shit? Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I got diarrhea on an airplane once. And <laughs> right when they were landing, like, they were like, they turned the seatbelt on, were like, clear for landing, and I was like, I got a shit now. They it's won't an stop emergency. You. So I fucking went in there, and I'm, like, holding on as the fucking yeah. plane's shaking, like, taking a shit. Yeah. Yeah, that first 10,000 both ways is always the roughest. <laughs> <laughs> the water rushed into the cockpit faster than they could pump it out. It was freezing, threatening to sink the boat, and there was a bunch of ice on top of it, sometimes being a half foot thick in some places. That's too so, thick. yeah, like, once it got calmer, they had to, like, get up there and, like, Chip do away everything it. again. Yeah, it was grueling, and they started to notice... A smell. And what it was is it was their sleeping bags rotting. Yeah. And they even like pulled a couple of them open because they had six of them. So every man could have one for himself. But they would what they would do is they would share three because of their four on four off schedule. Yeah. In case they needed the other three later. Turns out that was a really good idea because when they opened up the other sleeping bags, like they were super slimy and gross inside. And they weighed like 40 pounds. So, so, so waterlogged. <laughs> just fucking yeah. So two of, Yeah, two of them they just tossed over. But the thing is, is once you get them warm, they just fall right apart in your mouth. And you can just eat those. <laughs> <sleeping> <laughs> it's like a pulled pork sandwich. On May 2nd, their sea anchor was ripped off. So they had to bring the jib on and attach that. And it was like totally caked and frozen over with ice. I like uh, the cut of that jib. There you go. Worsley was able to get a site on May 3rd. They were about halfway, halfway to South Georgia, which totally brightened their spirits. But two days later, Shackleton thought he saw the the sun coming up. Turns out it was this giant gray beard, and he, like, rousted everybody. He's like, wake up, wake up, wake up. And, like, they went over the top of it. He's like, we're all gonna die, guys. Wake up. Yeah, he went over the, like, they went over the top of it again. Like, it shot them all over the place. And for a while, they didn't know if they were upside down, like, totally capsized or not. Like, because it was just water at some point. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And when they came back, like, their compass was broken. Uh, They lost two (laughs) oars. Like, a couple of things were gone. And, like, again, it was freezing over again. So they had to, like... Try to fix that. Fuck. Like, their cockpit was full of water. I'm like extremely impressed. Nobody just yeah 
fucking gave dive, up. In, dive yeah. into the ocean. Yeah. One person needs to say, I'm going to kill myself. And that would have just toppled everybody. Yeah. Like <laughs> yes. No one ever right. said it that. Been, yeah. It would have been like Domino's. Yeah. yeah. It would have been. Breaking the seal. And yeah. by that I mean the seal <laughs> that holds my brain inside my head. Yeah. <laughs> So after this too, they found out that like their water stores of, of fresh water, the seawater had got into that. Hilarious. And now it was fucked. They so are they, salty. They didn't have any water. Yeah. They had maybe two weeks of food, and the mor- morale was now at an all time low. Shackleton even lost his temper himself at this annoying bird that was diving down <laughs> <with> him, <laughs> like, like a mosquito, and he like jumped and screamed and waved his hat. That bird. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he keep on calling that bird Ordelis? Yeah. <laughs> By May May 6th, they were just 91 miles from South Georgia. And the men fought harder than ever and took more care in what they were doing because they were like, we can't lose now. We can't fuck this up now. They knew that if they missed South Georgia, there was nothing else from there all the way to South Africa. If they missed that little pinprick on the map that they're guessing at with their little... You know, they have a sextant and a logbook now and no compass. Right. So now they're guessing at where they're at and where they're going. And if they miss it, they're they're totally screwed. Everyone's screwed. Everyone's going to die. Yeah. So If they don't use the sextant right, they won't get to the sextant on, George, on <sighs> South Georgia. No. They're like, that sextant's waiting for us, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know you think I might have just made it up, but I swear it's really there yeah. and it's full, it's, it's full of all the sex you could want and also... Cheese. It's full of hot babes. So yeah, Worsley wasn't... <laughs> Jesus. Worsley wasn't uh, totally confident as the accuracy of their location. Yeah. He's like, we could be... I mean, we could be 10 miles off here. Like, within 10 miles, I don't know. Yeah. Vincent had collapsed and wasn't really a, a useful member of the crew anymore. McNeish was weakening, but still had, quote, the grit and spirit. So he was very weak. Uh, McCarthy was, quote, weak but happy, is how he <laughs> described himself. He was such an optimist, McCarthy was. Oh, fuck I guess, that guy. I guess when Worsley would come up for his, like, shift on the tiller, McCarthy would be like, fine day, sir. <laughs> and he's like, that guy, man. I'm glad he's we brought him along. He's played by John Hurt, I guess. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> you see, that guy would have got decked in the mouth. <laughs> really hard if I was on the fucking ship. Yeah, that's why people like or Lee's. Yeah. At least yeah. he was fun. <laughs> He's like, we're all gonna die. Hand me the penguin leg. <laughs> I'm not taking out the piss. You take out the piss. It's just Danny McBride. Yeah, <laughs> I was picturing Danny McBride too. Yeah. So, in order to make sure that they hit South Georgia, they kind of shifted course just a little bit so they would land on the southwest coast of it, which was completely uninhabited. And what it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like a little stopover where they could kind of park the boat, gather themselves, get some water, and then sail around South Georgia to the whaling station at that point. That was their new plan. And by May 10th, they found it. They saw South Georgia. Fuck yeah. Just a few miles away. But again, the closer you get to some of these places, the harder it is to land on them. And, like, there's one really rocky island. It's not even really an island. just these giant rocks that are coming out out of the water. And it was, like, five miles off the coast of South Georgia. And it was sucking them in and, like, threatening to, like, dash them on the rocks. Oh, no. That would have sucked. for hours, they rode like hell to try to get away from it. It was really no use. And, like, 
Shackleton was trying to keep their spirits up by going like, we're clearing it, we're clearing it, but they weren't. But by, again, by some miraculous phenomena, maybe like a weird eddy in the water, they somehow, the boat turned all by, its, all by itself, and they missed it. At the Yo, last it's me, second. Eddie in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys, I got you. <laughs> got you, man. Was this Vinny? I... Vinny Barbarino. Barbarino. <laughs> it's Eddie in the water. <laughs> I'm a cat. Dude, so this is the second, third time that fate has smiled down upon them? It would keep happening. That's absurd. It is. So then they had to make their approach to South Georgia. They had to try five times because they couldn't get in. They, they kept getting washed back out. And every time they went over the breakers, they, they kept like narrowly missing these rocks that threatened to just tear into the boat. These waves that kept trying to capsize them. So like the guys down in the cockpit kept having to shift the ballast over and over again, like the rocks to this side, the rocks to that side, oh, as they're going, like they picking kept up sharp to do rocks it. in a small space and moving them back and forth. Yeah, as you're being tossed around all the time, and like there's water coming down on top of you, like it sounds awful. But they finally, finally made it into this little tiny alcove that they spotted. They had to pour the oars in; it was like that tight. They pulled in and like they tried to tie up the cared. And it was just smashing against the rocks. And they're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So, like, they they pulled it a little further in, but they couldn't because it was so heavy. And they noticed that their rudder was gone. Oh, no. Oh, cool. So now their boat is nearly useless. They're literally rudderless. Yeah. They would trade their situation to be the one to take out the piss bucket back on fucking Elder. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I could take out the yeah. piss bucket yeah. right now. They went to rest for the for the night, but one guy from the watch, he had to stay up to watch the boat because they still need the boat. Maybe they can use it still. Well, they want to make sure the yeah. boat's not going to run away or try to kill them. Yeah, so, right. so you got to so, watch them. Uh, <laughs> around 2 a.m., Crean, who was watching the boat, noticed that it got it was getting pulled away. So he grabbed the rope and he started screaming for people to help him. But by the time they they were up and over to him, like it had pulled totally pulled him into the water. They were able to get the boat back up there, and they realized, like, okay, we just have to watch this the rest of the night. So they all stayed up and, like, held the boat against the rocks so it didn't smash or didn't go away in the night. So they had to stay up all night. And once, like, day hit, they are like, okay, and they were, like, looking around. They are like, okay, there's a beach over here. Let's pull it further up the beach. And it took them forever because the boat was so heavy. And, like, they tossed out the ballast because they were like... Fuck these rocks. Take them out. We'll get new rocks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they pulled it up and they were like, okay, well, uh, plan A is gone. It's we defunct. can't we can't go around the island now without a rudder. They got to walk across the island. They have to walk across the island. Now, the trip around the island would have been about 130 miles. But... The trip overland in a straight line from where they were to the whaling station was just 29 miles. Not bad. The there difference was is that the three quarters of a century that people had been coming to South Georgia, not one person had ever crossed that island, ever, simply because it was impossible. It was, it was described as uh, rising jaggedly into the air, and then chaotically falling down into crevices and into chasms. It's not for people. It's not for it's people. It's not for anyone. 
No. It's like the Justice League movie. It's not yeah. for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Shackleton, he was like, all right, we're going to go over land. The two weaker dudes, you're going to stay here. We're going to come back for you. And they're like, okay. So and then they, he winked at the other guys and was like, we're yeah. not coming back for him. Not uh, coming back for us. Cheese <laughs> it. Cheese yeah. it. It's the feds. It, it was impossible. And Shackleton knew this. But it was their only, their only choice, their only shot that they had. But what they would do is they would get in the, in the carrot again, and they would have to go further up to this other beach where it was easier to get across. It was like this little narrow passageway where it was shorter to get across. I'm so sick of you talking about beaches that aren't really beaches. No, they're not. Yeah. It's just a bunch of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so they made it up there. It, it sucked. But when they, when they finally did get to where they would leave the other two, there was like some penguins and, and like sea elephants that they like could eat sea elephants. Yep, yep. What is a sea seal. elephant? Oh, we'll it's post like a, seal, a picture. Right? It's a big old thing. Isn't it? They're terrifying. They're like a big thing. Kind of big ass seal, right? Big, big like guys. Like a walrus. Oh, I want to eat like it. Kind of like a walrus. I thought they're they're bigger than walruses. Elephant seal is a is elephant that the same seal, thing? sea elephant. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. yeah, elephant seal. Oh yeah, they're the ones with the dick nose. Yeah, yeah. They're big old things. These motherfuckers. Oh yeah, that's that that is uh, that's an abomination. Like, <laughs> looks like Watto from. Uh, yeah. It does, yeah. Hey, what do you know? Oh, why yeah. you get that shovel out, and beat it against there. my head? <laughs> I ate too much dairy. As soon as they got there, like they also found like an albatross and like some eggs, and they ate some albatross and albatross. Ooh, albatross. Oh. Fuck with albatross, from what I understand. They're big. They're the biggest uh, flight, uh, biggest birds that are capable of flight. Yeah, huge yeah. wingspan. Giant. They, like Can you cone? imagine the wings? Yeah. Some some hot Ooh, wings. Hot wings. Oh, mm, 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 hot albatross wings. Oh, nice. And legs. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get them drumsticks. And I'm not only a breast man when it comes to human women, also with my bird meat. So I would <laughs> that women. part. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I wasn't breastfed as a child. <laughs> I have a fixation. So once they had, like, some food, they actually had 12 hours of glorious, uninterrupted sleep. Sex. Probably for the first time in months. Oh, they all banged. <laughs> they had to wait for a calm day, and on May 19th, it was a calm day, and the men set out. And there was this, like, uh, snow slope that kind of went up pretty steadily up to the top of, like, the glaciers. And so at first, it was, it was pretty easy. They, made, they were making pretty good time. And at about 2,500 feet, it leveled off. And as soon as they got up there, like, a thick fog rolled in. And they're like, shit, I think we're going in that direction. G-g-g-g-g-ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and it was also early in the morning, so they thought maybe by midday the fog would be gone. They still haven't had their morning coffee. They're still oh, groggy. Oh, they had some food. They probably had some... Pemmican and cold biscuits. Maybe, maybe some hot milk. Maybe some hot sugar water, which yeah. they also drank. Bird eggs. Just drink that. I mean, all snow eggs. burgers. Snow, <laughs> snow burgers. <laughs> that's. I'll the, have mine. Well done. Yeah, that's that's, that's what water. people start offering up like right before they completely go insane. Like, you need to listen to the snow, man. Yeah. She ice. listens. The ice. <laughs> the ice tells all. So they tied themselves together. So they wouldn't lose each other? For some sex stuff, yeah. <laughs> I got one joke. Okay. 
That was it. I'm saying oh. one joke. It's, oh. <laughs> it's, it's, the punchline is for sex And I go, ah, sex stuff. And everyone's yeah. like... <laughs> yes, comedy. Yeah. Turned it into a sex thing. Antics. So their first day, they'd covered about five miles. Cool. After daybreak, the fog did lift, and they spied this, like, frozen lake below the glacier that they were on, and they're like, oh... It looks like it just goes, we can walk on a flat surface. And as they like descended, it got more and more clear that this went straight out into the ocean. Oh. And that it was just all frozen. They're like, oh, if we keep going this way, we're going to get off on the wrong part of the island. And there's no way we can walk around the coast. So we have to go back. So they had to retrace their steps back up to the peak. And when they finally got back up, they noticed these four jagged peaks in front of them. And Worsley's like, I think it's somewhere in between the first and second peak there. I think that's where the whaling Between peak one are. and two? Yeah. And so they had to climb down and then back up these almost vertical peaks. Like, they were cutting steps into them as they went. Oh. Like, with their ice tools and stuff. But the good news is now there's steps there. Yeah. To yeah. this day. Now it's a <laughs> well, tourist attraction. No, there's no they're way. Gone. Yeah. But they finally did make it to the summit, and Shackleton, he was like the first one up, and he peered down. When, when he peered down, he saw that it dropped off steeply and ended in a chasm 1,100 feet below. Oh, I hate chasm. There's absolutely no way they could have made it down. But they did see like this gentle slope, but it was like off to the side, and they're like, you know, if we go back down <laughs> and then back up to the second peak we might be able to get over there but we can't see it from here so we got to do that so that they, must be uh, once again once again they looped back around back up to the second peak and this one was so steep at the top that you could literally straddle it like you could ride it like a horse the top of the peak wow yeah and that's like what they did like they straddled it like that when they got to the top so took a picture real quick yeah Yeah. this this way was no better there was no way down so they were like (sighs) where's the way down jerry where's the way down so this time there was also more fog oh the thing is is night was coming and they're at the top of these peaks if night came and they were caught up there they would absolutely freeze to death. And Shackleton knew this. He absolutely knew that. So they had to move once again to the third peak, taking them more time that they didn't have. The third peak descent was steep, but not quite as bad when they made it's it. It's the third bowl of porridge. It's just right, baby. And Shackleton's like, we don't have a choice this time. It's a little bit better. Let's make our way down. So they furiously started making their way down. And then Shackleton stopped and he goes... This is ludicrous. There's no way we're going to make it down in time before nightfall hits and we all freeze to death. So he pulls all of his men together and he goes, new plan. And here's what his new plan was. It was so crazy that it just just might might work. work. (laughs) Yeah. He just started Uh, punching everyone in the face. (laughs) The new plan was that they would slide down. Hell yeah. Yeah. So they got... One in front, one behind, you know, and they kind of like locked together, like as if they were on a toboggan, yeah. but no toboggan. It's like the um, luge. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, but no Can luge. It, uh, the Jamaican bobsled team. No, yeah, no. bobsled. Guys. But no bobsled. It, it's, it's like in Mario 64 when you have to race against the penguin mm. and you're just oh, sliding shit. on your butt. 
Do you think that's, really hard. Do you think it's based on that? I think so. Okay. That's yeah, canon. This trip was based off of that Super Mario well, no. level. <laughs> so... It's the only reason he wanted to do this whole thing is because he was like, so, I want to do that Mario 64 part. I'm going to race like, that penguin yeah. down, man. Real, in real life. I really need that star. Yeah. So uh, Creed and Worsley, they're like, you know, what if we hit a rock? What if it doesn't level off and we just get shot out into the ocean or something? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Shackleton's like, we can't stay here. Can we stay here? No. This is our only shot. We have to do this. We have to do this. We have to do this now. And then they blasted right into the ocean and all died. Yeah. So before anyone could like say like, okay, one, two, three, go. Shackle didn't just kicked off and they shot down this hill like so fast. Like the wind was rushing by them. They're like screaming like, <laughs> like Christmas yeah. vacation. When yeah. He the yeah. Sled. Yeah. They were shooting down it, and when they finally made it to, like, a part where it leveled out, they stood up, and they were all, like, laughing, and they all, like, shook hands. <laughs> they were like, what well, was Dude, nuts. I love these guys. Yeah, yeah. They're a bunch of fun-loving rounds. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest, I don't think I would've made it this far. Oh my god, no, I would not have made it. I'm gonna be honest, I wouldn't have gotten the first place. No. <laughs> yeah. they, they saw this, like, kind of area where they could kind of round this other mountain, and yeah, it was turning dark on them, and it was kind of hard to find their way and avoid the chasms in the dark, especially because at any point you could just step through into a chasm and fall hundreds fall into of oblivion. Yeah, hundreds mm. of feet below, they'd never find you. They went up to this to this mountain to the east after all night they moved, and Worsley uh, he found their location, but unfortunately they had gone to the wrong bay. Fuck! <laughs> and they realized that they had to, yet again, retrace back around to go, like, further over to the wash. Wait, they gotta slide up hill now? Like when you're, like... No, they just circled around again. So it's like when you're driving and you realize, like, you're following, like, your Waze app, and you realize, like, it's like, take this exit, and you're like, there's two exits that are right next to each other, and they're like, fuck, I took the wrong one, now I gotta loop back around. Yeah, yep. Yeah. 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 So about 5am, they stopped for a little rest. Crean and Worsley, like instantly started to fall asleep. They were going to say instantly started crying. <laughs> they like huddled together and like Shackleton started nodding off too. And then he remembered that this is how you die in the Antarctic. If you fall asleep, you Get freeze dead. to death. So he wakes everyone up and he's like, okay, okay, it's time to move. I'm, I'd be so pissed if I was just falling still, asleep. And he's like, wait, like, wait, wait, I'd be wait, like, you're saying you. I could have fallen asleep and never woken up again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I like though. how we're all cow- like specifically me and Chris are cowards, and we're like, why aren't they all just killing themselves? <laughs> like, it'd be so good just to die and get out of it. Like you don't have to deal with shit anymore. <laughs> Shackleton scouted ahead, and as he was like looking to the valley below, there's still like a little fog. He can't really like see anything. He heard something though. And he goes, wait, what time is it? And I like ran down to them and he's like, hey, I think I heard something. And they're like, okay. And he's like, uh, was it about 6.30 when I was up there? About 6.30? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, let's wait until 7 o'clock. So they all gathered around the chronometer because at 7 o'clock, that's when the steam whistle at the whaling station went off. Hell yeah. To start the shifts. It, and it wasn't one of the whalers that were just like, Hey. <laughs> no. Like, hey. They, saw, the start, they saw a beautiful woman on the hey. ice. And yeah. She was like, come to Sing me. To come me. to me. Yeah. Come into yeah. the water where we can be together. <laughs> and they're like, we gotta go be with the ice lady now forever. <laughs> <laughs> 
they they all looked at the clock and they watched as it went like 6.58, 6.59. And right to the second, 7 o'clock, they heard a really faint boop. And it was the steam whistle. And they all looked at each other, stood up, and shook hands. <laughs> <laughs> they shook hands a It lot. just seemed like the thing to do, I guess. <laughs> we did it, gang. Yeah, they had done it. They had done the impossible. They, there was still a ways to go, but... They were almost Salvation there. Salvation was within reach. Yes. So, yeah, but shaking hands, at the very least, they could have done, like, a celebratory, like, circle jerk or something. Well, know? like, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Each dicks off, you know? Yeah. That's what I would have done. One of the guys is like, we're gonna make it, should we suck each other's... I mean, just, kid- just kidding, guys. Just kidding. <laughs> so, again, they, they sacrificed everything for speed. They didn't have any sleeping bags, no tents, no anything like that, so... They, their whole thing is they, they had to move fast. And this is kind of Shackleton's whole thing. Stay together, move fast, don't prepare for everything. Prepare for speed. And it worked for them. So they gathered everything up, and what the men had left with them, they, they left their stove behind because fuck it. it was empty. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck the stove. Fuck stoves. So uh, they gathered everything, and the last thing that the men had for their rations was one sledging ration and one biscuit each. That was, le- that was what they had left. Perfect. Eat it all at once real fast. <laughs> so they, they booked it down this steep descent. And again, being very careful as didn't want to fuck up now. And by 1.30, they were able to see the whaling station below them. They could see the people walking around. They could see a boat in the harbor. They were filthy. Covered in blu- uh, blubber soot, I yeah, guess. Right. Their hair was shaggy and mat- matted. Their clothes were torn and ragged and thin, you know. They were soaked to the bone. They looked like a mess. Now, everyone at the whaling station knew that the Endurance had set out in 1914. It was now 1916. <laughs> and was like, most... Yeah, that's gone yeah, forever. It most certainly lost to the unforgiving Antarctic. And at 4 p.m., the foreman of the uh, of the uh, whaling station, he saw these two boys run past him in terror. Yeah. Like, ah! And uh, he's like, what? What are they running They're from? Like, Shackleton, you're scaring the children. Yeah. <laughs> he, also, being a child growing up on a whaling station just just north of the Antarctic yeah. must have been weird. Yeah. I, you know those kids didn't know how to read. No. No, not at all. <laughs> they knew how to whale. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I know one thing, and that thing is whaling. <laughs> and the one thing I also know is that I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I can read the whales. Uh, as long as they're not words. <laughs> so the foreman, like, looked around to see what they were running from. And he saw, like, men. And, like, they were strangers. Yeah, but that wasn't the weird part. The weird part is that they weren't coming from, like, the water or where a boat would be. They were coming from the mountains. <laughs> and he's like, oh, these guys look rough. You like, guys look like shit. Yeah. Who the hell are you guys? Like, you so, need a presentable appearance if you're going to be at the whaling station. Quick, yeah. lock the doors, yeah. turn off all the lights, tell them, make, make sure that, you know, we're not home. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's one, you know, like, the foreman must have been, like, way hung over, and he was like, you boys, look how I feel. And they were like, <laughs> and they all, like, hugged and hugged. They all shook hands. All the workers stopped what they were doing and, like, looked at them. Who are these guys? Where'd they come from? Oh, we and, came from Belltown. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they walked right up to the foreman, and Shackleton said, Can you please take us to Anton Anderson? 
I thought you were gonna say, please as it gets to Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> we actually realize it's pretty dope. Yeah. We wanna go back. The foreman like shook his head and he's like, Anton Anderson doesn't work here anymore, he's replaced by someone else. And like the guy that had replaced him was like someone Shackleton knew personally, and oh. he's like, Good, good, take me to him. So they, they escort him up to, to the office. The manager, the new whaling manager, he comes out and he didn't recognize them and he goes, Who the hell are you? And the man in the middle stepped forward and he says, My name is Shackleton. Now some say that the manager turned away and wept because he didn't recognize him and they were so rough looking. What a little bitch. Just shows you how and rough they, they were looked. looking. Yeah. Like, oh. Covered in saltwater boils and frostbite and oh nasty. I think he turned around and he wept because um, in that moment he had lost a significant amount of money in a bet that they would not make it back. The crossing of South Georgia was only attempted one other time, and 40 years later, by an able and expert and well-equipped British exploration team. Able seaman. They, with all of their stuff, had a very difficult time. And I guess there was two ways to cross that island. There I was, was hoping that they died. No. <laughs> there, there was the high road and the low road. And I guess Shackleton had taken the low road, sort of. Yeah. Because they slid down. Yeah. And, and he like, got to the whaling station before yeah. ye. And like, <laughs> <laughs> one of the guys on, on the uh, trip in the in the 50s said, like, I have no idea how he did that. Like, we were, we're well-equipped, we're expert at this, and there's no way we would have made it through that. There's no way. Well, he didn't take the super happy fun slide. <laughs> yeah. McNeish and McCarthy, along with the Caird, were picked up soon after on the other side of the island. And after the men were kind of able to clean up and finally, like, wash, have a good meal, get dry clo- clothes and whatnot. Trim few- they pubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, a few of the old Norwegian sailors held, like, this little reception because, as they said, they'd been sailing these waters for 40 years. And they just wanted to shake the hand of the men who took this tiny boat from Elephant Island through Drake's Passage to South Georgia. So they stood up, like, took off their hats, and they are like, I just want to shake your hand. Yeah, you're a crazy they son of a bitch. Yeah, they love Oh, yeah. This is old-timey stuff. It's this the highest honor you can receive. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and to that point, all their medals and accolades that they would get afterwards from this, this meant most to them. Yeah. Like, these old sailors being like... I get that. Dude, Winning the I respect of an old sailor is the highest accolade you could get as a man. Yeah. I still have it. <laughs> I never will. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. That's never going to happen. Tried with my songs old and sailors my look at me with disgust. <laughs> yeah. Because of my japes. But you, you know that those Norwegian sailors totally had boners for them. They're just like, mm-hmm. man, these guys have the biggest set of balls. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. want them slapping my it's, face. It's deeper than a boner. It's like a, it's a masculinity boner. It yes. is. It's, it's like, that there's a real man. It's, it's doing something stupid and dangerous and coming out relatively uh, on scale. Alive. Right. <laughs> alive. Yeah. So less than 72 hours after they made it to the whaling station, Shackleton boarded a ship to set out for Elephant Island to rescue those people because they never left his mind. Turns out, though, the ice pack was indeed the problem, and he had to come back. Now, after this, it was this... Yeah, I was wondering why it was so many days. It, it was this string of long, frustrating things. Like, he got a survey vessel from uh, on loan from the Chilean government, 
That failed after six days. Mm. Oh, perfect. So I had to I had to turn back. Classic Chilean engineering. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the, the, cool. Yeah. cool it with the nautical racism, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the third attempt also failed, and now it was August 3rd. At least hey, my he's birthday. trying, man. Yeah, yeah. Shackleton was was worried and on so on edge about this. Like he, this is what he really cared about. What he really cared he, about. Nice. Cared uh, about. So he appealed to the English government to send him like a proper ice ship to like get through there, and the discovery was sent from England, but that would take weeks before it arrived at South Georgia. So he was like, no go. So he appealed to the Chilean government yet again, and obtained another boat. That wouldn't do well on ice. It was a steel hole, and he promised not to take it through ice. And he, so he sort of had to snake through. But the he ice was going to take it through <laughs> ice. <laughs> I would take. I would take that through ice in a second. He sort of took it through ice. <laughs> did, did he like build a snowplow in front of it? You know, so that. Oh, Mister Plow. That's my name. Mr. That Plow. name again is Mister Plow. Plow. Yeah, I think that's five Simpsons references this episode. Oh my god! Like, yeah. Some of them were hidden. We're swimming in them. Well, yeah. and if you know, I think if if Jerry's upset about it, you just need to not have a cat. I'm sorry. I grew up on, <laughs> I'm sorry. I grew up on the Simpsons. I got nothing else. So on August 30th, after like a month of this frustrating failures. August 30th, 1916. Yes. Elephant Island came into view. Hooray. For the beleaguered men on Elephant Island, August 30th was a day like any other. They searched the horizon still and saw nothing because of the weather. And it was used. They kept doing it out of sort of a habit, but they weren't expecting anything. Every man there thought, oh yeah, we're screwed. The carrot failed. At they, this point, Ord Lees is wearing the piss bucket like, like a <laughs> crown. Yeah. Uh, he's dubbed well, himself the king of Elephant Island. They, they formed <laughs> yeah. a uh, sort of family unit where um, he was the father, and uh, you know, um, and then the Frank other Wild men were... would have were... been the father. What? Frank Wilde would have been okay, the father. Okay, Frank Wilde was the father. I like Ord Lees. Ord Lees was, was, was the court jester. Te- yeah, he was the hip teenage son. And, oh, I uh, thought he was the hot stepmom. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just useless. Like, uh... <laughs> Except for one thing. Stacy's mom. Keeping my dad happy. <laughs> <laughs> and and they knew it was only a matter of time before they were able to launch launch the wills and go to try to make a break for it to Deception Island. And all the men were, were, were gathered in the hut for some seal hoosh. Ooh. And a yeah. seal backbone. Ooh. Which had become sort of a delicacy for Dead them ass. on Elephant Island. They were there, except for Marston, who uh, he climbed the hill so he could make a little little thumbnail sketch. Like a little small sketch of what he saw. And he got up there, saw the ship, and ran down as fast as he could down. They heard like his quick footsteps, and they were like, whatever, whatever. And he popped his head in, and he goes, like, breathlessly, like, do you think we should put up smoke signals? And, like, it took him, like... Couple he, of heartbeats. He, like, he didn't even know yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, he could like get the words out, and like the men were like, like, "Why?" The men were like, "Like beat, beat." Today, and like they all like pushed each other out of the hut. Like they tore tore off the door. They almost ripped off the wall. It was like trying to get out. This thing, we will trash it. Yeah, they they had a celebratory trash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got guys grinding on skateboards down the side like it's the last day of school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they like wave their jackets in the air. They lit smoke signals with like their, their little pot and stuff. They carried Blackboro on their shoulders so he could see. 
you know, and he's like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> I regret stowing away. Yeah. And they could see, like, the, the little boats being lowered into the water, and they saw, like, the square frame of Shackleton, like, in the boat. Oh, he would have and, a like, square frame. Yeah, and, like, he pulled up, and, like, he was on, like, I picture him, like, standing on, like, yeah. the top of the end of the boat, and he uh, goes, he goes, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, so good to see you. He's like, okay, bye. Yeah. They're He's like, like cool. we're moving back to Elephant Island. So, Turns out yeah. real life sucks. They're like, wait, what? So, in uh, England, I'm about a pauper, but on Elephant Island, have, I'm going to die. On Elephant <laughs> Island, I am king after the ice. Yeah. The ice is king. Yeah. So, like, Shackleton, like, stepped off the boat as, like, men were loading on. And he, like, he was like, get on the boat, get on the boat, everyone on the boat. Frank Wilde, for a second, he just wanted to be like, hey... I just want to show you how we've been living for a little while. You know, I want to show you kind of what we built. And stuff. Like, He's like, no, I don't care. Get on the boat. Yeah. And so, like, seriously, <laughs> like, like, I want out of here. Talking a serious blow. Let me, yeah. give you <laughs> Let me give you the tour. I yeah. want to show you around. And Dad, so, you've you never been to my place. Yeah. you got to see it. So they left everything there. And, like, a couple of the guys, like, looking back, they were like, they still saw their, like, jacket floating on top of the oar. And, like, all this stuff that hours earlier... Was the world to them? Yeah, right. And now just fuck it. They left it. That's got to be kind of weird. Like kind of weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Worsley was on the ship, and he like saw them too, and shook their hand. Yep, and uh, <laughs> they all shook hands. They all shook hands, and the rest is history. Like they they went on speaking tours. They had uh, books written about them. You know, they all published their journals. They faded and published into- the the film canisters and whatnot yeah. that they had that did survive. What happened to, so, um, what's his face? The stowaway. Blackburn? Blackburn? Yeah. He would never walk again. Yeah. Well, yeah, because his but foot's gone. He right? did get yeah. pulled over by the cops on a DUI in, like, uh, I don't know, 1926, and he said, Do yeah. you know who I am? Yeah. Was DUIs a thing in 1926? <laughs> no. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> <When did laughs> they were like, Oh, you're, you're drunk 20... driving? Sounds fun. Have a good night. Yeah. You're going <laughs> 20 miles an hour. Have a good night. One thing I like about this story is that World War One was raging the entire time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fuck World War One. we're gonna go get stuck in some ice. They had their at, own World at War At the very one. beginning, <laughs> in, in one of the last letters that was sent from South Georgia before they even went to Antarctica, the guy's writing his dad, I forget who it was, but he's writing his dad and he said, once I get back from this trip, I'm gonna go straight to the front. Oof. He didn't go straight to the front. <laughs> yeah. Those guys get a pass. Yeah, <laughs> you get a lifetime pass. They're that, like, well, there you go. That they uh, sat in warm rooms and drank... Like Into the trenches cold, with you. Cold drinks and fucking beef. <laughs> they all got to meet. Meal. They all got to meet Churchill. Not Churchill. They probably all met Churchill. <laughs> well, I mean, Churchill was in the mix, but I'm talking a co- about. Uh, oh, oh. A yeah. couple of them were knighted, like yeah. Sir Ernest Shackleton. You know, is a thing. Yeah. And they were like, anyway, uh, chop chop. Into yeah. the trenches. They didn't lose a single man. No one died. Also, no one died. if you're Sir Ernest Shackleton and you meet Sir Paul McCartney, you got to be like, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wrote, I want to hold your hand. I fucking got stuck in some ice and it was harrowing. Yeah, the most harrowing journey I've ever heard of is this, <laughs> is Ernest Shackleton and uh, the endurance. And I just want to say one more time, thank you, Jacob Morgan, for the, uh, the suggestion. And in addition to that, I've been begging Jerry tirelessly to do, like, what the history of inventing, like, cotton candy, because <laughs> I, I can't do another another episode that is this, like, heart-wrenching and just harrowing and... It's We've like, been so, through the jungle. I We've do, been through the ice. I yeah. do think that 
Are we, we going to do a desert we, one next? <laughs> yeah. We, we brought it up before how, like, the last two major things we did were these expeditions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. One, like, one in the Amazon and one in the, like, place that is the only place that might be worse than the Amazon. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's some deserts. Sahara. Yeah. There's some deserts that are pretty nasty, but, like... The Antarctic, I think, is the most hostile place on Earth. I want to do the history this, of the pizza pie. I'm regurgitating infor- <laughs> information here. But, like, isn't Antarctica, aren't Antarctica technically considered a desert? Is uh, that accurate? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Technically, yeah. Yeah. yeah, nothing is there. Nothing grows there. Like, like the interior, there's got to be nothing. The interior of Antarctica is completely desolate. There's no birds, no nothing there. So what's the point of even going? Fortune and glory. Yeah, they did have movies back then. They couldn't be actors. Yeah, true. We, we have established that. They should have yeah. made... Well, except nowadays, for Pancho Villa. Nowadays, they could have had he, a, he was a movie star. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, they could uh, they could have just uh, made a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, get famous. Well, yeah. be a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> yeah. Look, the, the only thing that I know is that if we all get drafted, this is going to be the most honorable way of getting out of said draft. Instead of you know claiming to have bone spurs, mm. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't get go, go to Antarctica. I can't get drafted. I'm 36. Yeah, deal with it. I'm yeah. sorry. I'd love to go to war, I'm but I can't. Old. I can't. They. I hit the fucking top. You guys are fine. You guys could go. Have fun. Yeah, wherever no, the I'm sandbox good. that you guys are going is. Yeah, but uh, you know, I ran. Yep. Na, 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 na. Me and Chris really want to go, but we're both 36, so. You know, in our defense, uh, we are we got a, we both turned eighteen, uh, like right after September, 11th. right after, and immediately oh, yeah. didn't join the army. So or, we yeah. like I turned. I was a coward then, and I'm a coward now. <laughs> Again, your family crest this is man a guy hi- hiding behind hiding a rock. behind a rock, <laughs> shocked that somebody saw him. Hiding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I turned I turned eighteen five days after September 11th. Uh, any of our listeners, could you please? I'm sorry to interrupt no. you, but if it, uh, listeners, if you're uh, artists, please make oh. the crest. Oh, we'll like make, a tapestry. Make oh my Tyler's god! Family crest and email the, us at the Armitrout. Uh, the Armitrout family crest podcast. Him hide, email. his family hiding behind a rock. I assume it's a very Aryan looking person. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Tyler has blonde hair, blue rock. eyes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh oh yeah one one more time hiding behind listeners. a rock looking uh if my eyes were any bluer I'd be wiping my ass with ice <laughs> <laughs> nice oh uh, one more time for the listeners our email if if you just want to send us something that'd be great is historyboyspodcast at gmail dot com the only request I have about no butthole picks no butthole picks no wink picks. wink <laughs> no butthole picks Jerry doesn't want to see that we've had discussion after discussion about it. <laughs> It's become a, a We've rift argued a about it, but Jerry has decided he doesn't want you to send us butthole pics. <laughs> so please don't send us butthole pics. <laughs> it's going to be the butthole pics podcast. I don't want to see your buttholes. Uh, anyway, uh, follow us on all the social medias on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We, we uh, do post pictures of uh, some of the stuff, maps. Faces, but tans. none of our buttholes. No buttholes. That's one. Rule all maps, all the time. <laughs> you have uh, to be part of our Patreon to get the uh, uh, butthole photos. Yes. One, one day we'll have our, our, our entire Patreon is all buttholes. And, if you want to uh, see our buttholes, and and don't forget to rate. Maybe leave a review if you got the time. Follow the and things. subscribe and do whatever you gotta do. It really helps us out. We're, and thank Twitter, you so much. Instagram, Facebook, we're all over the place. We love to hear from you. We do. We got we that do. email. We told you about it. All right. Well. 
I need I need something hot to drink and maybe a hot shower and like forty blankets. I need like a greasy burger, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and play Witcher Three. Nice. I'm I'm gonna play some uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's a great game. I like that yeah, game a lot. Yeah. I am Jerry Nash. I'm a history boy. Again, thank you for listening. I'm Zach Mack, and I'm also a history boy. Did you know, guys, that Chris Whedon is a history boy? I did. And I am Tyler Armentrout. We are the History Boys. Yeah. Though we are all technically men, <laughs> self-identified, History Boys is a non-gendered term. It's not. And all of us. We're announcing that now. Zach, cut off Chris and do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, bye. Whatever.